There'd be a lot of poop in my hands. <laughs> Seeing a six-foot alligator go swinging through the air and slam into a tree. These guys are the scientists of the supernatural, lecturers leaving lessons for inquiring laymen. They are applying the scientific method to a world that baffles science. They are the cryptids of the corn. But who else has big black wings and red eyes? Um, Batman. Oh, Mothman. Oh yeah, Mothman. A great white shark was stolen. Oh, someone stole a shark? I got stuff for you you don't even know about. She's a witch. She turned me into a newt. Who knows? Anything could be possible. Anything could be possible. It's really big Mm -hmm. abduction vibes. Holy moly. It sounds like you were abducted. And it just stood up. I mean, it just like kept going and going. And she goes, what the... Cryptids of the Corn podcast. I am the great and spooky <gasps> mystery. <laughs> I just made a little do and do do in my spooky dookie. Yeah, spooky dookie. And I am Jay Clone. Uh, what's a scary number? Well, not too scary, but oh, yeah. 1,023. 1,023, huh? Mm hmm. Or 8,008. Yeah, that's pretty. I'm 8,000. Uh, no, I'm 800,000. Eight. Wait. <laughs> never mind. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. Come on. All right. J. 37. All right. And welcome back to Wednesday specials. So we have no guest today, so we're going to tell you a cool little short cryptid story. Cool. But like uh, like we said, we're going to move all our front of house to the Wednesday stuff. Uh, Paranormal Magazine, we're affiliates. Use code Corn Crew if you buy anything, and we get a kickback, and we appreciate that. Yeah, so go ahead and check them out. Some it's of you awesome have been magazine. doing that. We appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, I don't like. Uh, I think my first article. I don't know when it'll come out, but I think the first article we're doing for them will be done some point this year. Woohoo! But they can do, you know, obviously whenever they just. It's yeah. at their discretion when they print it. Yeah. Uh, YouTube. We have the YouTube. The second documentary should be out at the start of next year, as you heard last week. Um. P.O. Box, you're going to send us something? It's P.O. Box what? 75, Ada, Ohio, 45810. Yep. Merch, the merch website is in the links below. Uh, the new it, the new winter shirts are coming. So we're, we the summer shirts have ended. The winter shirts are, I could spoil it. I, there won't be a picture of them up yet. I have the arts done. I'm waiting on the shirts to come back. Ooh, what's, what's the two? What's the animals? So we the have. The cryptids we got. You riding a hyena. Ooh, okay. Oh, I've seen that one. That one's funny. In the Mothman. Mothman. So those will be our two winter exclusive shirts. Why am I on our? Sh- why haven't you been on a shirt? I'll be on the next one. We just talked. We remember we've talked about that. Okay. I'll be in the probably the spring ones. Okay. Just to kind of mix it up. Yeah, we need to get you on a shirt. The Patreon one was different because it's what they all wanted. I yeah. gave them the vote of that. Okay. Uh, conferences. The only thing we have left. CryptidCon. It's a heck of a one to end on. That's true. And that's kind of what we like in and on. We don't like doing one in December or in January and February. So, uh, Jay gets too busy in the early start of the year. And then I like ice fishing. So, yeah. We need a break from conferences mm-hmm. from time to time. It's but nice to catch up. If you have free if you have free time that uh, weekend when Crypticon's going on, uh, go ahead and get yourself a ticket. Come, It's a great time. Come see us. Come enjoy the whole festivities. they got a great lineup of speakers this year. 
And supposedly, the hotel got a lot of upgrades. Supposedly. So we're going to wait we'll see. and see. We'll see. Uh, anybody knows, they went to Crypticon last year. The event was awesome. The hotel had some problems. Mm-hmm. Nothing against the event. The event was great as always. Yep. But it was the event space had some issues. But so, they promised they fixed it. So we'll yeah. see. If they didn't, I'll throw a bottle of Jack Daniels against the wall. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, you've seen me do so it. So that's, that's something worth going. You know why you do Jack Daniels? Why? Most of the time it won't break. Oh, wow. The shape of the bottle. Mm-hmm. They're smart. As long as it doesn't hit the bottom. As long as you don't hit the butt of it. Oh, shoot. Well, with my axe throwing skills, it's bound to happen. Yeah. Pretty dang good. I've never went axe throwing in like one of those things. I just uh, used to do it in my in garage woods. with my brother. <laughs> right, once again, if you're coming to a conference, let us know. Uh, if you want to contact us, the best way is email. Uh, remember, we have a voicemail service also, the speaker pipe link below. Yes. Use it or we're getting rid of it. Right. Yeah. Basically. Here's your threats. Yeah. Now, it's, it's fun, but if nobody's using it, we're not going to pay for it because it does cost money. Right. New Patreon. So I'm going to actually pass this over Ooh. for Jay. We've got new Patreon members. So. Pretty good list. Thank you guys for joining. All right. Let's start with Andrea Carlson. Thank you, Andrea, for joining our corn cult. Thank you, Andrea. Ari Black. I think that's right. Um, thank you, Ari. I hope I'm saying your name right. Welcome to the corn cult. Welcome to the corn. We got. Okay, Caroline, and then in parentheses it says CES in the city. So Caroline, we met this past weekend oh, at did we? 40 and Airwaves. She was the blonde lady that won one of Mark's red oh, hats. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's super nice. Okay, awesome. Welcome, Caroline. Um, I'm sure we met some of these other people this weekend, too. That's just, just one because I seen her profile picture. Okay, and I recognized so her. Name, okay, gotcha. We got Seth Vanagaren. That's not how I had to pronounce it, but you're probably more correct than I am. That's how it looks like to me. Vane Garen, Vanna Garen, mm-hmm. one of the two. Welcome, Seth. Welcome, Seth. I wonder if this is the same Seth that sent us I that doubt wonderful that. Email. email. If you were at 14 Airwaves, you heard about that email Ooh, we gosh. got, we got sent to us. This I pulled past a J. Week. Um, I'll grab it here for you when I'm done with this. And then last but not least, I think I recognize this name. Do you? Mr. Mike. I hope I say his name right, but I never actually said his last name to him, but Mike Leisner, also known as Mikey, Mikey. from The Strange Road. Mikey from The Strange Roads. Strange Roads podcast, check him out. So, welcome, Mike. That's awesome. It's Glad not he's how here. you say his last name. How do you say it? Listener. Listener? Mm-hmm. It looks like Leisner. I know what it looks like. So, li- listener. No, I'm just picking it. I have no oh, idea. I was going to say. I've I never th- said his last name. Me either. I think it's Leisner. Everybody says my last name because it's easy. But I just call him Strange Road Mikey. that when we're, we get interviewed as groups? What? A lot of times they'll use my last name and not yours. Because mine's not posted anywhere. Yeah, well, that and yours is odd. Yeah, it's a, no one wants to take a shot at yeah. trying to get it right. And I've known it because I've known it my whole life. Yeah. But, and it's so easy, but uh, if you just... It looks odd. Yeah, if you just... Uh, for some reason, it messes with your mind. It might, you will pronounce it wrong. You just, it's. I've learned it my whole life. No one gets it right in the first try. It's mm-hmm. very rarely. It's like 10%. And it's six I've, letters. I've never... I think my name's only been mispronounced one time. How can they mess that up? Either they can't read. No, it's Angleland. Like, they say, like, Angleland. Okay. They're just using the old English version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, there is Anglelands. We actually have Anglelands here in town. Oh, okay. But it means England. Yeah. Like the country. It's so simple. 
All right. All right. I'm trying to think. I have one more thing, and I've already announced it on Monday's episode this week, which we haven't recorded yet, because that's how podcasting time travel works. Uh, we talked to Hollow Skies this past weekend, and Steve got a bug in my ear. Uh-oh. So I'm trying to see if we can get this to happen. As everybody knows, we've been working on the new studio for months and months and months now. Working hard. Working hard. No, we're really going to start hitting it this winter. Uh, the bowling alley had updates they did, you know, and that takes precedence because they're giving us the space. So, right. That's know. kind of where I make money. Yes. Right now. So, yes. So, but we are getting the space. So they had a listener and Tony had a listener make them all tables. Yeah. For their studios. Oh, wow. So that's something we obviously can't afford at the moment because they're not, you know, but if any of our listeners had the craftsmanship to make us a table for the new studio. Let us know. We'll work out, you know, whether you want to add on the show or whatever. Oh, shoot, know. I'll do whatever for you. If, yeah. you, if that, someone pulls through with that, that'd be so awesome. So if any of our listeners have the capabilities out there to make a table for the studio, whether it has our insignia on it or it's, you know, just or, something individualized for the studio. Yeah, or if you just want to, if you want anything like to donate, we can hang up Always. in the studio. Yeah, You know, we got tons of cool, amazing art. We're getting ready for the new studio, mm-hmm. and I love art. If, if anybody's been to a conference with me, I always try to buy at least one piece. Yeah, you usually and, do. And because it's, I think arts, uh, my grandma was an artist and everything like that, and it just, I don't know, I just like art. And I was an art major in, mm-hmm. in college before I dropped out. <laughs> but a table would be really cool for the new studio. That'd be sweet, yeah. Uh, Emily's been trying to buy couches and stuff for the new studio. Dang, okay. Already. And I'm just like, let's slow down a little bit. Get rid of some stuff first. We yeah. have Because the house is pretty packed. Yeah. But that's all I'm putting out there in the earwaves. The earwaves. The earwaves, yes. Uh, if, you, if you make tables, let us know. If you want to try to work something out with us. If you're we'd in Ohio, it. we'll come pick it up. Well, you know, we're nowhere near Tony's size. But Tony, I believe Tony's listener that made his table that we were the first ones we got we got to use this new table. Remember that? Yeah, I do. His table came from, I believe, Arkansas. Dang! And the guy drove it up for him and everything like that. Holy moly! Oh, I just did it. Uh, I, was I did the, the thing. No, so that's all I'm saying. If anybody makes tables, let us know. Cool. Because we do need one. I yeah. need one very soon. <laughs> this one is rough on her last legs. She came broken. Though. That's right. That's true. But hey, it served her purpose. Oh, it still is. Yeah. All right. You ready for the monster this yeah, week? Yeah, let's, let's jump into our topic today. So this is what I've been most excited about for Wednesdays. Not saying I don't love listeners and I don't love like the eyewitness stuff, but I love getting into these weird little one-off cryptids monsters. We're going back to our roots right yes. now. So we're going to do the Kinderhook Blob. Ooh. And I'm using a certain article for it. But the Kinderhook Blob was a very strange creature from upstate New York where a strange blobby creature had been spotted throughout the decades. So this isn't a one-time encounter. Okay. But it's much, much time in between sightings. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so it's spaced out. Mm -hmm. And this may be a fat version of one of the old cryptids we covered. Mm, Okay. Let's see if we can get it by the end. Okay. My my, uh, radar's up. In 1962, a young man named Bruce... Hollenbach is what I'm going to go with. Or Hollenbach, like the tractor. Right. Or Hollenbach feed here where we live. But Hollenbach, Hollenbach, I don't know. It didn't matter to me. Was exploring the woods by his family home alongside his with his cousin. And they were walking along the pine trees, adventuring as 10-year-olds often do, when a strange whistling sound stopped their fun. When they searched around for the sound, they noticed a small creature 
leaning along the trunk of a tree. Apparently watching the pair, though it did not have any eyes, understandably terrified, Bruce and his cousin ran home. Though dozens or more people have seen what became known as the Kinderhook Blob. So this is kind of our first interlude. They see this big, fleshy, skinless mm. chicken nugget. Mass, yeah. Leaning on a tree looking at them. They, but looking Didn't at them, have eyes. Yeah, I was going to say. But it, they felt like it was staring at them. Gotcha. Okay. There were no reported sightings of the Blob for the next few years. The next sighting came in 1964. Uh, when a man was solo hiking through the woods near uh, the Kinderhook area, he had claimed to see the blob floating in his direction. Floating. Floating. That's a big term. Which or- set him fleeing in the opposite direction. In his terror, he leaped across a pond and ran into town. He told his friends of his encounter, and surprisingly, his friends did not believe his tale. So the pair armed themselves, headed back to the spot, Friend quickly let go of his skepticism when he saw the bob fl- blob floating through the trees. So it's still in the same area. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Hmm. The pair abandoned their weapons of their pursuit, <laughs> uh, and they were uh, sorry. The pair abandoned their weapons and their pursuit to capture the creature, uh, and then ran away for safety. So they were gonna. They wanted to capture. The oh, thing. that's why they abandoned their weapons. Okay. They were gonna try to, and they're like, they, nope, it's they, not worth it. This floating chicken nugget. They dropped their guns for a net. Didn't work. I'm guessing. It's a naked naked floating chicken nugget. Hmm. So the second encounter, the second two encounters, one, you know, kind of the pair uh, was floating. The first encounter was it was leaned against a tree stump. Which it could have, I guess, been floating, but just stopped. I don't know, just hanging out. The weird thing is everybody's terrified of this thing. So far in the story, hasn't done much. Just looked odd. Just existed. Yeah. What are your thoughts so far? Well, I'm just curious to see. I mean, not much so far. I mean, uh, what do you think it is? Fleshy chicken nugget color. So when I keep saying chicken nugget, everybody at home, if you were a little kid here in the U.S. and you ever ate the skin off a McDonald's chicken nugget, that's what it looked like. Oh, when I was a kid, and I I don't know why I used to do this. Everybody did. I used to, yeah, peeled off all that outer breading, breading, like quote, unquote, quote, unquote, and then I dipped that middle part in my sweet and sour sauce and then... I just leave the breading off to the side, and I don't know why. Oh, I always ate the breading first. See, I just picked it off and set it on the side, but I'd only do it. So- it was weird. I just do it sometimes. Did you not like celery? No, I, I didn't bother me. I just thought I that's just one of the secret ingredients is celery salt. Ah, peeling back the onion here. Oh, didn't celery know salt's really good too. I cook with it all the time. I like it. Yeah. So no thoughts, huh? Um. Oh, I was gonna say uh, a living cloud creature mm. but very like, flashy for a living cloud creature. yeah that's what's the only difference is very dense has more mass people kind of describe it as floating skin like uh. it's not like you know when we talk about the living clouds and stuff like that they seem to be not fully as vaporous as clouds it's a it's a right 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 but not dense like this no no if if one was like pressed into a small area like all of its mass was pressed hmm. Or I was thinking like a living or an atmospheric blanket octopus. Hmm. Oh, this coffee's strong. <laughs> hmm. The next encounter with the Kinderhook blob may have been the same year. Or it may have been in the late 70s. Okay, so 64 or 70. So six years difference. Which this sends up a lot of red flags. Ah. Uh, nobody really sure. It's like one of these, like, he said, she said. Yeah, hearsay. Yes. That's what we call it in the... 
professional. Podcast, pro- professional podcast world, yes. Uh, so two teenagers around 14 years old, these were both boys, were camping in the woods when they had heard something stomping around outside their tent. Mm, stomping. Mm-hmm. So it's not floating. So we've gone from leaning to floating to stomping. Okay. The boys, gathering up every ounce of bravery, looked outside of the tent and seen the blob. Mm. That's the end of the story. Oh, okay. All I could find. Okay, so not much to that one. That's it. Yeah. Probably not real is what I'm getting at. Okay, I gotcha. I'm following now. Uh, but who who really knows? I don't know. Anything could be possible. Who knows? Anything could be possible. Who knows? <laughs> Anything could be possible. Did we have to just do that three times yes. in a row? Okay. <laughs> All right. So finally, in 2017. Oh, okay. This is many, many, many 45 plus. decades later. Yeah. Two men were on a late night walk near a woods. Now, I'm going to say something. Now, I'll save it. The pair claimed uh, that the temperature around them dropped sharply right before the blob came shooting out from between the trees. This sighting cited the height of the creature was upwards of seven feet tall. Again, said that they were making a a screaming or whistling sound. Mm, Okay. Now, before I move on, it's weird. I don't know, and I'm just saying this in jest. A lot of two men or two boys seeing this thing together. Okay. Is this like a local cover-up for... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I get what you're Explicit saying. Explicit activities, and the, which I don't care anybody's life choices. Yeah. But it just seems weird to me. It's always kind of this general thing. Like when they, a maybe they got caught, these pair of men got caught out there like, oh no, it was the blob. <laughs> Why we don't have our pants on. Uh, maybe. It just, it's just something that struck out. No. So have you caught on which cryptid this is like? Um. Well, actually, if it had eyes, it was describing something I seen in a movie, like to a T, but it's the eyes that throw it off. So we talked about another cryptid that probably that nobody seemed to have eyes. That was a giant fleshy wall that was making whistling sounds. Hmm. I'm thinking of And a, as far as I know, we're gonna be the first podcast to ever make this connection. I was thinking of the uh what was that? Oh no, I can't think of the name. Big ogre-looking thing. Yeah. What's it called? The, uh, the Grafton Monster. Grafton Monster, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. A lot of these descriptions, besides the floating, but I'm going to take the floating was that they just couldn't fully see the creature. Okay. It sounds like the Grafton Monster. I could see that, yeah. Especially when the Grafton Monster's monster hunt started, mm-hmm. it would not stop whistling. Ah. It was constantly whistling. The Grafton Monster was another one of these things that didn't do anything besides exist mm-hmm. and scared everyone and the people hunted it and it just wouldn't stop whistling this thing is another big fleshy thing grafton monster was described as a big fleshy thing yep kind of hard shape to look at you know the grafton monster though i think the only reason we have a much more defined shape than the kinderhook blob because the guy almost hit it with his car right yeah the first the first guy the newspaper editor Almost hit it with his car. The Grafton Monster. You're the Grafton talking. Monster. Yeah. So the, we knew kind of the Grafton Monster walk, you know, kind of had this generalized shape. Right. But every other sighting of the Grafton Monster was kind of way off. So it would look like a blob. Blobby. Yeah. There were some that described it as a blob. The only reason we put eyes on the Grafton Monster is from the later accounts said it had these two little eyes that glowed at night. 
But when you're talking about a wall of flesh, you know, their eyes are tiny. It's hard to see what yeah. could be eyes. Especially, could... you know, the headless horror aspect. Headless who? The headless horror. Oh, horror. Okay. Midwest accent. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, not at the truck stop version. Oh, not that one. Okay. Uh, That's the other Midwestern yeah. cryptid. But had these t- they had these tiny little <laughs> eyes. You know, you, know you, you don't have an essentially what would be the head normally, you know, right. up at the top. Right. So you don't really know where to look for them. It, it, could, it could be like a blemish shaped and its eyes could be right. in the middle of its chest. Well, you've lost privileges to talk. But they blemies. So the Grafton monster uh, ha- was still a big blobby. This thing seems to be much more chunky. Mm-hmm. With kind of the generalized descriptions and pictures and stuff like that, uh, in the earlier accounts of it, it was much smaller, like four or five foot tall. Okay. The later account is the big one. Big guys. Okay. And that could be up to you know maybe exaggeration as well too. That or even its age. You know, we're talking oh, decades. Yeah. It's growing. It's growing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying they are 100 percent the same thing. There's just a lot of similarities in the stories for these things we call monsters. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything bad. But exist. It well, just, or it might just set off that it might be a human trait. Yeah, or, I think it is the human trait to kill everything that we're scared of. Or that scare of or maybe just doesn't belong here. Mm-hmm. Like it could be a, yeah. whether it's man-made or it's just something that was like summoned up or some mm-hmm. elemental thing of the earth. I don't know. Like some supernatural being that shouldn't physically exist here, but it does. And it's just like... This is bad. Red flags going off in my brain. Just scary stuff. Scary Un- stuff. Unnatural. But what what it reminded me of for a second was you ever seen the movie uh, Big Trouble in Little China? Nope. With Kurt Russell. That's not the only time you've ever asked me on this show. Oh really? Okay. Well, it's a great movie, so you probably end up watching it. It's got some cryptids in it, actually. Now that I think about it, Big Chi- Trouble in Little China has cryptids in it. Oh, for sure, because they go in the underground. They use the underground. Uh, they go to the underground world. And uh, to like navigate to go from this is is this like Jackie Chan? Not Jackie Chan, but it's, I thought this was the Jackie Chan detective movie. No, 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 no. This is Kurt Russell uh, is in it, and Kim Cattrall. Um, I can't remember the other main guy. You could oh the guy, uh, David Lopan. He's in this movie. He's the bad guy, but it's the guy. He's in so many. He's an Asian actor, but he's in so many movies. He's an older guy. You would know him if you've seen him. But uh, he's in it. But what they do is they go underground. To the underground world where they Lopan basically rules, and he's like rebuilding his empire. Um, but there's this one big like Bigfoot kind of looking creature. It's like got big scary teeth. But there's this big fleshy mass ball that's floating around the hallways and stuff. But the thing that's different between this, what we're talking about, the Kinderhook, and in the movie, it's got these eyes all over it. But it's telepathically like linked to Lopan's mind. So anything this any of these eyes can see, it's basically like a security camera to him. It just automatically goes right to his brain so he knows. And that's floating around. There's like big giant underground worm things that shoot out of the wall and try to eat them. It's it's very cryptid filled. So hmm. it might be something you should watch. It's great. Probably not. It's got a great American hero Jack Burton in it. And you know what Jack Burton always says at a time like this? What the hell? Language. Sorry. I mean, that's not a bad word. It's a place. It is. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to send you. (laughs) (laughs) For saying that. Now, that's, that's I'm quoting a movie. It's okay. All right. So, this creature, 
If we haven't done a good job of explaining it, it's not our fault because nobody's done a good job of explaining it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying my best. No, it looks it's it, the first drawing is like the one you famous one you type in the Kinderhook blob. Uh-huh. The, the original guy, the kids that seen it leaning against a tree, they they drew it. It's almost like a blob hugging a tree. That's it really it. it looks like it. Whether yeah. it was smashed against it, like it was. So let's talk about some could theories. Be, it could have been leaching the energy off the tree. Mm. Sure. That may, sure. That quantum it's tree naked energy. Chicken nugget. Yeah. Now let's talk about some theories or thoughts of what this thing could be. Okay. Uh, so for anybody that's not familiar with this format of the show, these are much. I don't do as much research for these little ones because it's fun. But the first and there's thing, there's not as much there. There's too. just not. I mean, literally, yeah. what I read you is it. Yeah. And people make like I've heard some people try to stretch this into like an hour episode. Yeah. I'm like, you added a lot of stuff. Well, that's, you know, that's the flavor of their show. And I get it. It's fine. It's just for me, it's like, that's it. Yeah. We do it our way. Our way. That song. Oh, it my goes, way. I'll do it my yeah. way. No, so this is the Grafton monster or the similar <laughs> species is kind of our right. first thought. It's in that uh, clade. There you go. What do you think about that? That it, what, that that it could be the Grafton monster, whatever the Grafton monster if I could, was. If I, I wish I could have thought of the name when I was thinking, but that was literally the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, that, that's the first one that came to my mind because it's big, fleshy mass. Mm-hmm. But I always pictured it as like, you know, like kind of having arms and legs like you could see. That's what I always pictured in my head. The Grafton? Yeah. So the only reason we know it looked like that. Yeah. And we know it, so we know it walked kind of on its arms. Because that guy almost hit it with a car and thought it was one boulder. He thought it was one shape until it moved. Right, yeah. And then, so, for all the other sightings, it was kind of this big blob off in the distance. Mm-hmm. So, I think we wouldn't, if it wasn't for that first initial encounter, Right. the Grafton monster would have been a big blob. Just like this, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's several other cryptids in the world that have had not as close of encounters. And people see this thing's arms, too. Okay. Like, well, at least that first one was leaning against a tree. He... Thinks that's an arm, mm-hmm. and the the only other thing that throws me off is the floating aspect of the one. But we, you know, that's still up for interpretation. You don't know. I yeah. So my my thoughts originally were that it's probably going through the forest still, and you can't see the lower half of it. Or and maybe like a a little bit of excitement. It could have even have that effect if it just has a certain stride or walk to where you can't see it bouncing up and down right. or where it just big foot and stuff it's just like a that. fluid movement mm-hmm. it can appear to be floating like you can see people even people can do that if they're trying right yeah so it could be in something like that like, i can't remember what's the dance style i think it's a middle eastern dance style to where their, their heads won't move yeah their bodies move like crazy yeah and it's amazing it's pretty it's, it's nuts, the amount yeah. of talent that takes to get to that level i think it's i can't remember if it's middle eastern or mediterranean I don't know. I, 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 I know right. what you're talking about, but uh, yeah. I, I don't. feel like I seen it when we were in the the Middle Eastern village in Florida. Like okay. they had these, like all the countries. I mean, I'd like to speculate, but I also don't want to be labeled as no. like racist or something. I for don't doing remember. That. I'm not claiming it's from any group. I, the only reason I think it's that is because my grandma took us to like this, like literally the flavors and the places of all these yeah. these countries in, in Florida. And um, at Disney or something like that, right? It's right near it. Yeah, yeah. It's I know its what you're place. About. Yeah. And that's and I feel like I've seen it there. Okay, it's the only reason that's in my head. Moroccan? I don't know. I, I don't know said, where Morocco is. I, that's the only reason I say that because when we went to what you're talking about, that's the only restaurant I remember eating at. And Where's I was Morocco? Like, is on the it west Middle side Eastern? of Afri- Africa. It's like on the coast okay. on the west side. But I don't know where Morocco is. And it's where um, I'm pretty sure it's right. But uh, we ate there, and I was like, "Ah, this food sucks." 
It's my only. But I was like so nine. That's before we knew my full allergies, and I just kept throwing up the whole Florida oh, trip. Oh no! And I like the food. Yeah, but you didn't realize that everything had onions in it. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> and it's just like my mom thought I was being too much. <laughs> this yeah, kid he just throws up everything. Yeah, we're trying to do, have you enjoy these things. You're just throwing it up. Mm-hmm. My grandma always had a purse full of pizza just to hand off. <laughs> What? She would steal pizza from the pizza buffet and wrap it. Yeah. And then keep it for me for these trips. Yeah. She knew I wouldn't eat. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. So she'd just hand me a slice of pizza. We'd be in this fancy restaurant. She'd hand me a slice Slice of pizza pizza. from like East of Chicago or something like that. Anyways, back to the Kendra Hook Blob. Yeah. Uh, Kind of the other one is my other main one you were already mentioned was some kind of atmospheric creature. Yeah. Whether we have no idea about the reproduction, their life cycle, we speculate, and we've speculated on the show before, but we don't know. Could be a mushroom. <laughs> there you go, puffball. Yeah. No, uh, but terrestrial puffball for the atmospheric creatures. You know, we talked about the living clouds and stuff like that. We don't know. This could be a core of one of them, and they produce the outer, like almost like a web. Mm. So think about the outer layer that looks kind of like a cloud is like a web they build around them to help them glide, to help catch food, mm. and if it gets stripped off. Here's kind of what they look like, you know, in the core. Oh, there's jellyfish like that. What are they? They're they put like this huge, not jellyfish. What are those? Uh, now you said it too. It's a it's it's a type of soft bodied marine organism, but it's not a true jellyfish. Okay, but they do. They make humongous mucus nets. They yeah, live in, and people think it's their whole body. It's actually this little tiny creature puppeting. Yeah, this gigantic structure. It's and it's its core is pretty small. Yeah, it's, it's like in it's the like middle the of the size of a bean, and it's yeah. like sometimes they're like fifty feet long. I forget what those are called. I do too. That could be a freaky fauna. Episode. That may be. I will look it up. I'll write it down. All right, but something like that to where its outer layer has been destroyed. Right, and it's struggling to even float. It's just its little core, and mm-hmm. it's now it's got a. I don't know. Maybe it got knocked down, and it's got to rebuild all of its. Mm-hmm. That webbing. Or it's a breeding area for these things. That's why it's seen over Ooh. decades. And the babies start here before they have one. Yeah, it's just kind of hang out. And eating squirrels and stuff. Right. Yeah. Ants. Well, here we go. Like a pangolin. Yeah. No, it's eating, you know, small animals or small, even plant matter. You know, like that's why I've seen, like you already made the joke of it leeching off the tree. It may have not been a joke. It might have been sucking like the sap out of it. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't know. We have no idea about these speculated life small cycles. children. Now, the pink mist of Florida... Yeah. Ate everything. And the only reason that uh, the deer hunter, the one witness that's seen it eating everything, survived is because he stepped out of its path. It wasn't like super fast or aggressive. Right. But that's why these animals didn't get out of the way because it wasn't moving fast. It didn't really notice They're it. They're like, huh, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> Start dissolving. That fast. And I think if any people got in its way, they didn't live to tell the tale. Mm. Kind of like me. So what do you think of that one? I, I like it. Just it, it, but there's so much unknown with mm-hmm. the with the uh, atmospheric creatures. I mean, because they might not even be from this dimension. That's the craziest part. I mean, they might be in and out in between. Yeah, we no just idea. don't know. There's so much unknown with them. But what? But the only thing that is known is they exist. They they're real. That's all I know. Just from the studies, like we know stuff lives above us for sure. It's there's too many accounts. And there's too much evidence, physical evidence, from those tests they did. Literally, 14 Airwaves this past weekend, we had a guy come up and tell us about organic UFO sighting. Yeah. Uh, that he heard on some other show, like some old, old show, a TV show. Okay. From like in the 60s, 70s yeah. show. And he's like, hey, did you guys, and he's supposed to message me about it. He may have. I have so many unread messages from mm. this weekend. Successful weekend. It was, it was so awesome. amazing. But that this, like literally, 
uh, oh, he, I can't, I can't, he, he's going to come on and talk about stuff. Uh, but no, this, this shelled UFO with tentacles came out and was trying to grab at the car. Oh, gosh. And they kept driving and they thought it was a failed abduction. Yeah. And I think it may have been just one of these things just playing around. Playing around, or maybe it was just like, I want to eat that. Or t- feeling what it was, to yeah. kind of figure out, you know, like cephalopods do and stuff yeah. like that. These tentacles are like, what, you know, getting all the information. And then it's like, okay, this is an edible. And just and lets left. it go. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think about this? I'm, I'm, or nay? I part, yeah, I think, I think perhaps, maybe not as much as a, our original Grafton idea. I, I'm towards, leaning towards that one more, but yeah. So what about this is some kind of ghost or haunting? Because this thing doesn't have eyes. It's never, you know, it's said to be fleshy. It's almost like a, just a, like, yeah, like a ball of energy. It's kind mm-hmm. of in between spiritual realm and like physical realm where it's got like flesh. So we used to talk, and I don't know what I believe about the uh, ectoplasm, the old ectoplasm photos. Oh, yeah. I know 80% of them are faked. Okay. Ecto- but there's still that little bit of real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what if this is some kind of ectoplasm? That whatever ghost or spiritual being is trying to manifest, right? Yeah, or and like this is the most that they can get. It's They're like trying the to get in between. Yeah. yeah, it's like still forming, like a homunculus forming. Hey, Juan. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I, I just, I can't rule it out because I, we just don't understand that realm that well, and I'm just a big believer in that realm is like full of potential where anything is, anything can manifest out of it, including this ball of flesh. Who knows? Anything could be possible. So well said. <laughs> so well said. All right. So two more. And then you add whatever you want. Government experiment. Ooh. And this. So this is in the 60s. What do you think? Most is, of these are in the 60s. An escapee government experiment? Well, that's what you 100% believe for the Grafton Monster episode. Is that's it was true. A government experiment. That's true. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I got to believe this could be too. I mean... I'll take it to account depending on where the location was, where these things were found. If it was near, I'd like to see if it was near a base. Yeah, that giant base in upstate. I'm not joking. The giant base in upstate New York is probably. Okay. I'd have to look on a map, but there. You remember that white, we won't name the installation, but you remember the one I'm talking about, right? I do. It's probably, it can't be that far from it because where Kinderhook is in the world. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I just think it this has could to be, be within 200 miles of that base, which isn't close, but it's not. They could have been working on something like you know, uh, some similar to like the fly, the movie The Fly with Jeff Goldblum, or you know, two things get mixed. This is Jeff Goldblum. DNA gets it could be a piece of him. DNA gets the uh, here. I'll do my best Jeff Goldblum impression. Uh, they uh they they mixed the uh the DNA together and uh um. And here comes this. I don't even know. And that was my best. That's all I got for Jeff Goldblum. And must go faster. Must go faster. The fleshy ball is catching up to us. That's all I got for Jeff Goldblum. He's a strange but very entertaining man. If you ever heard him talk, just normal. You ever listen to him talk normally? Oh, yeah. Very, very odd, but eccentric, but in a good way. I like it. But uh, so this is near uh, the Green Mountain National Forest. There's a couple bases uh, there. And the Albany base. So, see, here we go. So, yeah, 100%. 100%. Now I'm on board this. It's just a byproduct of a uh, government experiment that may have uh, either opened up a portal, could have mixed things, could have mixed DNA. Uh, things just could have merged, spliced. It could have been, you know, and, and then it gets out because they can't contain anything. Because uh, as smart as they are, there's always holes in 
the things they're doing and they allow things to get out. They can't contain things. There's what did you say the other day that made me laugh? There's always a turd in the punch bowl <laughs> or you can't be a turd in the punch bowl. And once there's a turd in the punch bowl, it's, it's going to ruin everything. So with all these government experiments, there's always that metaphorical turd in the punch bowl. Always. Always. All right. So my last one for you. Yeah. And I, I know everybody at home's probably screaming interdimensional, interdimensional, interdimensional. I lumped that in with saying it's the Grafton monster because that's what I thought the Grafton monster was. Was interdimensional? Yes. Yeah. So remember, these episodes are supposed to be shorter, everybody. Shorter. Well, let's wrap it up then. Um, and our last one is it's just plain out, flat out a hoax. Oh. That nobody's seen anything. The first kid made something up in the woods. I mean, if you look at it. So it was your uh, two men hanging out with their pants off theory? Yes. Okay. Similar. Uh, that the first kid that's seen it, the second kid, the second group that's seen the second guy that's seen it, completely different things almost when you really yeah. like start looking at it. And we don't have a lot of detail what they see, yeah. but one's floating, one's not. One's leaning against a tree, seems like it has arms. One just seems like a ball. And then the other one, the very last one's like this giant, almost, you know, skinned Bigfoot. Yeah. It runs at him. Hmm. So very different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I don't know how I fall in the Kinderhook blob. It's very popular in the MetaZoo culture and stuff because I mean, it's a fun little thing. Yeah. And they do the more, you know, chicken nugget looking one with their cards and stuff like that. Oh, it just made me think of uh, uh, from the movie X-Men, the first like live action X movie, the uh, the senator that they, Magneto puts in the machine that makes him, turns him into a mutant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. And he like squeezes through the jail cell bars. Like before he's just a normal guy, but then they put him through this, manipulates his DNA. And now he can like basically turn to putty and like melt through the the jail cell bars and he escapes and he just becomes this big fleshy ball mass. It's mm. just made me think of that. Soft, soft disclosure. So what do you think about it just being a hoax? Um, I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire, but you know, it could be a hoax or it could be multiple things lumped into just one thing. And it could be, but for me, this one, the stories are very limited. Mm-hmm. Very, very little data yeah. and description and a very ungeneralized description. Yeah. To me, points to a hoax. Mm-hmm. Especially because the third story, nobody knows when the hell it happened. Right, yeah. All it right. was either in the same year as the other sighting or it was S- a decade six years later. later. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I telling. think this is one of those fun things. Yeah. You know, and the Frogman, I believe, like, for example, the Loveland Frogman, I believe, had core sightings. Right. And then they got blown up, like the ones that were seen in the late 90s and the ones that were seen in the early 2000s. Yeah. I think that could have been what happened here. The first kids could have seen something weird. And then everybody else experienced something weird in the woods that may have been more natural, and their minds played tricked on them, you Mm -hmm. know? Oh, as it often does. So there could have been a real encounter with his first kid seeing something really, truly strange in the woods. And then I think everything after that kind of... Because guess what? Strange things happen all the time in the woods. Uh, strange things happen in town, too. Oh, yeah. That, uh, yeah, absolutely. But So what are you butt your money on? Government experiment. Gone, gotten loose. Broke free from its jail cell or whatever they were working on. Or they just accidentally opened up a little portal and this thing slipped through and they're like, eh, it's just a blob. It's fine. That's where I'm leaning. I'm leaning hoax. And Oops. I don't do this very often. Nope. It's very rare for me to go. Yeah. 
hoax. And I mean, I'll go that it's probably not a full hoax. There may have been something originally strange in the woods. But the rest could be elaborations. Elaborations. I'm not saying it's a purposeful hoax by any means. Yeah. But it just kind of happens in these areas. Like you, like Bigfoot, like everything becomes Bigfoot. Right. If somebody yeah. had a real Bigfoot sighting, everybody else goes out there and a twig snaps and a squirrel runs through the leaves. It's all Bigfoot. Bigfoot. You yeah. go out to Loch Ness, every bump in the water is Nessie. Every time. And it's just, it's not. So I think that may have been what happened here in Kinderhook is that originally some kid probably did see something strange. And everybody else after had a kind of weird, scary experience, and it became the Kinderhook Blob. Mm-hmm. Every time. And the, Graft, like, the Grafton Monster do. had a lot more sightings. Yeah. Hundreds of people saw the Grafton Monster. Yeah. You know, it was running through, they were chasing it through people's backyards, and the guy was hit with his car. And, you know, I can look, you can find these names. You can find these reports. Mm-hmm. The one guy has his full name, and you can kind of look it up, and there's probably six people in that town with that name at the time. Yeah. So it's just kind of like whitewashing it. You know, there's just not right. a lot there. Right, exactly, yeah. Which All ha- right. I have been the great and powerful mystery. I've been Clone 37 <laughs> We'll catch you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Crips of the Corn podcast. Please share with a friend you think would like us. It's the best way to help our show grow. Leave a comment, rate us, a five-star review. And remember, there is always extra content on Patreon slash CryptoTheCorn.com. And don't forget, stay magical.